update, they say it's not about what you know, but who you know. And in this Proximity Podcast, we have a no BS approach. We're bringing you industry leaders with real solutions and real actionable items you can implement for your real estate business. Grab a pen and paper and listen in while we get up close and personal with some of the best in the biz. Well, hey, we are jo- we're coming back. This is episode part number two. Uh, of a continuation we were having about uh, where the state of real estate is today. We looked at the market last week as far as like agents dropping out of uh, the business. And we really dove into that. But we also dove into some things that you could be doing uh, to prepare yourself and really prepare for the future. And so, Jake, let's continue this conversation as we go deeper into where we see the future going of real estate. Let's do it. I mean, obviously, none of us have a crystal ball unless you're hiding something that I have never known, Nathan, because you are pretty intuitive. You are generally right. Yeah. I'll be sure to tell your wife that. But Thank anyway, you. I appreciate that. Um, I'll be sure to play this over and over and over so she hears yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, here, here's, I think, to, to set this up for us. There is a lot of, I don't know what you might call it. Everybody can call it whatever they want to. Fear, concern, uncertainty, okay, in, in the market. That said, what we have um, a front row seat to every single day as we partner with real estate broker owners and we coach, consult, and work with them is kind of the state of mind going on out there. And behind the scenes, there's a lot of uh, circumstances and influences that lead to commission compression. And I think if we look at it, it stems at the point of contact between a realtor and a homeowner, buyer, seller, whatever, and they're wanting to cut more deals or get more discounts. And, and look, disclaimer, whatever your fees are, obviously they're negotiable and we don't even touch that on episodes here. But generally speaking, you know what I'm saying? They want more for less or expect you to deliver the same service perhaps for less. And so if it starts there, naturally that works its way down to an agent going to a broker owner expecting the same thing. Fewer fees, higher splits, caps, you name it. There's all different scenarios out there. And I remember you and I are looking at a real trends report a few years ago, and I'm sure it's the same, if not even potentially lower today. And it said studying 300 plus independent brokerages, they were making 14, 15 cents on every dollar, 14 to 15%. And so what agents are essentially asking for, right, wrong, or indifferent, I'm not here to pick fights, is let me come there and hang my license for free. You, you handle the liability and all the expenses. Don't even worry about that. I just want a place because I'm worth it and I demand it. And uh, I'm looking out for my own self-interest and bottom line. And it's just from the top down, bottom up, this compression of commission can also, which we're going to weigh in on today, impact the future of what real estate may look like, right? Through brokerages and teams and stuff. So yeah. what are yeah. your thoughts? My, on my, my opinion on that is, it, you know... Again, like I said, last episode, it's a race to the bottom. Sometimes like it's, it's it, the reason somebody joins you is the same reason that they're going to leave. Right. Yeah. And at the same time, that could also be applied towards clients, towards agents. And, and so I think what happens in, in our world, like everybody's getting smarter, right? There's more technology, there's more access to data. And, and, and I think naturally, whether it's a uh, internal thing, a value thing. If I don't necessarily have the skill set, possibly, or the belief in myself that I have the value to earn the particular commission, that's where commission compression yeah. starts to apply. 
And I think that's a, uh, that's a thing that an agent may go to a broker and say, Hey, I want to join you because you have this technology or because you're offering this split and I get to keep just a dollar or two more. Mm -hmm. Yet what I think also is happening is in order for brokers to keep agents happy, I think they also have to uh, be competitive and uh, provide those things in order to keep some of those agents happy, right? So they're having to add more and more and more expenses every single day in order to provide the services to the agents so that the agents can feel confident to go out there and provide great value to their customers. Yeah. And we need to be careful of that. We, I mean, Hey, to each their own. And at the end of the day, everybody's going to look out for numero uno. So I, I get that to the brokers. I say, know your value and stand tall for that value. There's always somebody who's going to be willing to do it cheaper and Nathan, you and I were joking about the, the tattoo, right? No regrets. Instead, it says no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. There's always no regrets. somebody willing to do it cheaper. Yeah. And hey, look, again, cheaper does not always mean a lack of quality or value either. We, again, have partners with these, um, you know, different commission models and their value is amazing compared to some who have higher splits and blah, blah, blah. So we're not picking a side here. Just I just want to say, though to the brokers that if you know your value and you know who you're meant to be in business with and you stand firm and you stand tall, you will find your people to exactly. the agents. Same thing. If you are, are you, if you're sure that the number one most important thing to you is the, the highest split or cheapest way of doing business, then okay. I, I mean, as long as you can defend that, but if that's a cop out for jumping ship and hoping there's a gr gr greener grass on the other side, and yet deep down you know what you really need is more training, more resources, a smaller community, hell, a bigger network. I don't know. Just get really clear on what is important to you mm -hmm. and don't let the carrot um, dangling right in front of your face be so enticing that you forfeit what is important to you just for something maybe more cheaper for a temporary solution. Well, and remember value goes both ways. Mm -hmm. Value goes both ways in the equation. Uh, I, I would always, uh, when I was interviewing agents all the time, I'd be like, look, this is not you just coming in and interviewing for a job here. Like this is you interviewing me. And I want you to, to make sure that you know what you're looking for. And if you don't know that, I think you should go find out and then come back to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, well, I, you know, okay. So we've been seeing, there's all sorts of stuff going on, right? Like the news and the media, and there's all these articles and stuff coming out. And we started talking about like the future of real estate. Where, where do we think it's going? So do you want to kick us off? Like, where do you think the market's going right now or the, the industry is going? Again, and I, and I, I could be wrong. We could replay this in six months to a year and dead wrong. So I just want to give that disclaimer. I don't have any secret insider information more than anyone else, but what I see right now, because there's some uncertainty and a lot of challenges, people are hurting, you know, that's, that's real. And it, and it sucks to, to say that, that I, I would just question, are people playing to win or are they playing not to lose mm -hmm. very different in how we show up and our mindset and therefore how we act. So I think one of the first starting blocks for, for what could happen, it's kind of almost the sequential order would be, the natural reaction for a broker owner or an agent would be to cut expenses. 
So, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to weed some stuff out, and you're probably not wrong. That was a reasonable place to start when things get tight. You've got to get tight. And so I think step number one is people cutting expenses, seeing what's necessary, seeing what's in their mind unnecessary, and starting there. But I would argue that's not enough, and I'll go to you for the next one, because I know our belief system is you can only cut expenses to a certain degree, but it's not enough that you can cut your expenses all the way to sustainable profitability either. Yeah. There's just certain things that you have to do or invest in, I believe, to have a thriving, profitable business. So it's a start, but it can only take you so far. So what do you see is maybe yeah. either adding to that or what could come next? Well, I would say, you know, if you haven't done that, like step number one, do that today. Like you can't wait. You have to do that today and really analyze your expenses. What are you using? What are you not using? What subscription did you sign up for? And a year later, still haven't accessed it, right? And, and don't. Don't cut the things though that are going to bring you tremendous value and give you support to be able to go out and do the things that will make you the most productive, which leading into number two is, is production, right? If, if you're finding yourself right now, whether you're an agent or broker, specifically brokers, it, you know, maybe your goal is to get out of production and yet you've cut and cut and cut. And it's, and, and maybe I hate to say this, maybe the agents aren't cutting it right now and you've got to go out and get in production right? Sometimes we have to get back in the trenches and go do the thing that's going to provide the most for us to get us through this phase. Cause that's all this is. It is a phase. It is a period. It is a, a time that we will come back from if we go out and we get back into production and build the coffers up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm hearing this so far, I've heard step number one, if we're doing steps or anything would be what most people do is going to go to their, their your bank account and say, what can I cut? Cutting yeah. expenses. And if that's not enough or proves not to be quite enough, then the next logical thing, especially for broker owners, but agents too, is either getting back in production or if you're an agent already, doing more production. It's like, okay, I did what I could here. Now I've established a new baseline, but it's still not enough. So the only way out is increase my revenues through more sales, right? Yeah. So I think what could happen next as we're, we're kind of crystal ball, you know, order of operations here, if both of those still prove to be not enough, I think you might see, or we already are somewhat seeing, just people closing up shop. Yep. Unfortunately, they just give it up and say, it doesn't make sense anymore. And in the same way we see a restaurant uh, as a small business in a local town here in Wisconsin, put the, hey, we're closed sign up on the building. It's sad, man. And I yeah. see I see brokerages starting to put up that we're closed for business sign. Um on their metaphorical doors and hopefully it's not all for nothing. You know, hopefully they did first look at expenses, look at ways to get creative and increase revenues. But I think we're going to start seeing more and more, unfortunately, people closing up shop, if not doing maybe what you can speak to. Yeah. Next. I, I, I do think that I, I do think right now there's going to be a lot of models that are stressed with this, right? Whether it's a team model, whether it's a brokerage model, whether it's an independent model, whatever it is like, I think there are going to be some models that are that are stressed and going back to that real trends report, right? If if commissions continue to be compressed yeah. and agents um, value needs to continue to go up and everything, and you're adding those expenses, like if you're not careful, like you've got to pay very close attention to that to those numbers and everything. And so, uh, I would challenge you though before you close shop right? Before you close shop and you make that decision, you put a lot of work into this, right? It takes a lot of work to build a brokerage and run a brokerage. And 
I would say, have you, have you explored all your options? And I think what we're going to start seeing more of, I had a conversation this morning, actually around this very topic um, with a broker and it was around mergers. It was on acquisitions. It was around looking if there's a different way to do things and it's going to take an open mind, right? Like to, it's going to take an open mind, but I think that if we had that fourth point, that would be it is, are there opportunities instead of closing shop and just walking away into the sunset? Is there an opportunity for a potential merger? Completely agree. And I think somewhere between two and three is saying, look, I'm going to go back from production or quote unquote, close shop and just get back into production. You know, there's some, a lot of independent yeah. brokers who say, what am I doing this for? I'm taking all the liability and I'm not even profitable if I remove my own production from the equation. So why not just get back to being simple releasing everybody's licenses and I'm, I'm still in the game. I, I might've quote closed up shop, but I'm really actually just back to being a solopreneur as an agent. I just want to go back and make yeah. that quick distinction to your point. I, I agree. We're already seeing that we have partners ourselves right now within the locker room that are actively doing and seeking this. They're, they're seeking mergers and acquisitions because so-and-so maybe says, I'm done, I wanna throw in the towel or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But that trend is definitely picking up and becoming more and more popular. I also think there's going to be in the future, not that they're not already, but I think you're gonna see more and more a team dominance. I think you're gonna see more and more teams that are further along, a little bit more buffered and well-established, continue to swallow up and grow at least by agent count because that's where agents arguably, or even broker owners could run for the hills and say, maybe it's not for me, but it doesn't mean I have to get out altogether. I'm just going to go join so-and-so's team. So I think mergers and acquisitions for sure on the, especially in the indie space, but also team dominance being a, a, another place or exit plan for agents who might be struggling and trying to have a saving grace before they exit altogether. Yeah. And I think um, actually what, what you triggered, I know we have several partners that, that are doing this right now. Um, they're doing both, right. Or all three, actually yeah. they're, they've got themselves in production and they've also opened a team. Like they've, they've created a team model inside of their organization that operates as a true real estate team. But then there's a third option that says you can still operate independently yourself. So there's a lot of different options out there and, and going back to the close, you don't have to give up, right? If you don't want to give up, don't give up, but be willing to ask for help. Be willing to, to go out there, explore, hop into like the broker talk group, hop, you know, seek help and, and ask questions to find out what's going to be the best solution for you. Yeah. Well, we're looking at either starting with cutting expenses. Yep. Number two was either increased production or if you're a broker or owner saying, I'm just going to get back in production. Um, then we went to the possibility of closing up shop. I think you're going to see more and more of that, unfortunately. Yep. And if not that, hopefully maybe the other alternative being staying in the game, but doing so through a merger or acquisition, yep. albeit a team or, you know, indies and some franchises, maybe merging forces coming together, creating some conglomerate. Yeah. So. Ooh, interesting idea. Oh, you know me. I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so, well, all right. If I would say if, if you're wanting help with this, like we do these calls all the time, like it, 
I will offer, I will happily get on a call with anybody and offer a free session to where we can deep dive a little bit and go, go into your business and find out where you're at. Are you, are you in that team phase? Are you in the, the production phase? Wanting to get out of it. If you're wanting to close shop and really explore what your options are, maybe you want to buy out, you know, that's happening too, right? Buyouts are happening too right now. And, uh, or if you're potentially looking at your merger and you don't quite have your finances or your profit and loss and everything, and you don't really know where to start with that, let's hop on a call and evaluate where you're at. And I, I would gladly hop on a call with somebody if they want that. Or if, if I, go ahead. No, I was just going to echo that. I'm sorry. Um, we have a really, I would say it's it's a simple yet amazing exercise that Nathan can run you through. And we use a wheel exercise that we've created here at the locker room to really assess the health and viability of your business, expose the gaps, expose the blind spots, the opportunities for improvement. Mm-hmm. And so a quick 10, 15 minutes on the horn with you, Nathan, I know you can walk people through that, leaving them with what we love to say, your next six-figure focus. And we often say around here, especially in the coaching world, that prescription without proper diagnosis is malpractice, just like doctors, right? Prescription mm-hmm. without proper diagnosis is malpractice. So if we can rattle off on a podcast, what we think is the answer and tell you what to do, that's wrong. It takes really diving in and we've got uh, audit questions and things to supplement this wheel exercise that can really drill down to the root of the issue versus just kind of picking at the weeds. And whether you ever join the locker room or not is kind of secondary. We just want to help you first. And then if we're meant to be in business or do something together, that'll figure itself out. So I I would just echo and encourage people to take advantage of what you're saying there because you're great at walking folks through that and really helping give clarity. Yeah, thank you. And I and I enjoy it. It's it's it is the it, one of my favorite parts of the day is when I get to sit with somebody and actually walk them through that and then see the light bulbs start to kick on and and honestly see some hope sometimes on a path out of where they're currently at. So um, I welcome that. Uh, I welcome that call. So check the comments and everything below, but also look right now it is June, 2023 at the time of this recording, when we're recording this and we have an amazing event coming up. So if you're like, Hey, that like, cool. Like don't want to do the call, but you know, maybe you want to go to Florida, Orlando, August 10th through the 12th. We have an amazing event coming up. That is, uh, I, I like to call our events crunchy. Is that okay? Crunchy, collaborative, community, all the C words. Yeah, all the C words Um, with a douse of milk and goodness all over it. But I think at the end of the day, like this is a event that if you want to come have a plan, like you're going to come learn and hear from some amazing speakers and some amazing leaders in the real estate industry. And you're going to walk away with a plan. Like it's not just come and listen. It's come, learn, listen implement and walk away with the plan and also grow your network while you're there. Cause there's some amazing people that are going to be there. And if you're not, uh, if you're happening to listen to this after the event's over, we had a blast. We had an absolute blast. <laughs> we sure did. And that's the locker room breakthrough event that Nathan is referencing August 10th through the 12th, uh, 2023 at the time of recording this and folks can, I'm sure click on the link below, but also go to tlrnation.com slash breakthrough event tlrnation.com slash breakthrough event. We still have some agent tickets available at the time of recording this. That should sell out relatively soon, however. Um, But do check with us just in case, as well as some more seats available for our leadership days, um, particularly for leaders, broker owners alike. Yep. 
Well, that's it. Like I, I think just to recap this conversation. So right now, future of real estate, where are we going? Well, I think we're going to see a lot more teams. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot more uh, brokers possibly going back in production for a period of time and then uh, maybe starting their own teams, maybe merging with another team, right? I think closing shop is another thing that we're going to start seeing a lot of too. And uh, again, buyouts, mergers, acquisitions, conglomerates. Uh, I think that's going to be the the wave that we're going to see here. Now you're right. Six months from now, we may come back and be like, wow, we were wrong. <laughs> but hey, that's we can. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's okay. We can come back and look and go. Yep, we were wrong. We own yep. it. Absolutely, it's a good day. But hey, th- th- thanks for going deep in this conversation, man. I hope uh, everybody listening to this right now has found value in this. Hopefully, um, if you disagree with this, I would love to hear. Please disagree with us. Comment below. We would love to hear your thoughts on this, and uh, we would love to to hear your point of view. And if if Maybe there's something that we're not seeing right now. And we are open to hearing that. Absolutely. So book a, book a strategy sesh with Nathan. Let him take you through the wheel. You won't regret it. Yeah. You might regret it, but you won't regret it. Regerts. Regerts. Just eat a Snickers. You'll be fine. All right. Well, this has been fun, man. Have a uh, awesome rest of your day. Everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of the Proximity Real Estate Podcast. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Proximity Podcast. We hope you'll implement the real solutions and real action items into your real estate business. Be sure and subscribe to get updates on new episodes and join us on Facebook where industry professionals go to collaborate. Don't forget to hit us with your feedback and likes. We'd love to hear from our raving fans. Until next time.